Welcome back, Rip City. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, stump town, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co-host, the Bay Area Blazer, Rogue Zapan. Look good, feel good, pod good, let's get it! I want to throw in some jock jams in this piece of Bam, 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 There we go. Bam, uh, bam, yep. bam, bam, I like it, I like it. How you doing, man? That may be, that may be coming to a podcast near you. Oh, God. Uh, man, I'm, I'm good, I'm golden. How you been? I've been good, brother. I'm looking through the outline here. Looks like we're going to talk a little bit about Bill Russell. Yeah, man. Let's let's do that. Yeah. Why not? We're starting heavy. Bill, heavy right now. You know what? It, it is pretty heavy, right? Uh, Bill Russell, legend, on and off the court. You've you've seen the promos. Well, I don't want to call them promos, but the in memoriams. You've seen all the news that's been coming out. Bill Russell was not just a mountain of a man physically, but in the community. Right. He did so much to help young African Americans, just persons of color in general. Um, I mean, that's that's a big reason why Obama gave him the Presidential Honor of Freedom, or Medal yeah. of Freedom. So, I mean, when when this news dropped, did you do the same thing as I did, which I'm sure millions of people also did? Did you run to YouTube to just watch Bill Russell play? You know what's funny? So I was going to bring this up. Thank you for asking. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> the Bay Area Blazer, master of segways. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, it's funny because I was like, dang, man, like this guy was so crazy good. Yet people of our generation had never had the opportunity to watch him play ball. Right? Yeah. Unless it was old clips that they looked up on YouTube or whatever. But it's funny because I was going to say that that night I came home after working a long shift and whatnot and I popped on NBA TV and boom, there it was. Bill Russell in his heyday going up against the LA Lakers. Yes. In a sense, I did look up yeah. old clips because I stayed up for two hours watching <laughs> Bill Russell. As you should. And, As you should. And it's funny, man, because I was I was going to ask you about this. I, I don't know if, obviously, you're bringing it up because you looked up old clips. Oh, yeah. Um, Definitely. Did you pay attention to just the game in general? Not just Bill Russell and what he was doing, but just the game in general in those clips? Yeah. I mean, it is not as organized as it is now. It looks like you're about to say something. Go for it, man. I'm just—I was just gonna say it's night and day, right? Like, it's, yeah. It's, it's like it's like comparing apples and oranges. I know on this pod, we we, especially with our guests, we talk about comparing different eras and whatnot. Shout out to Draymond Green, uh, <laughs> always but... giving us content, man. <laughs> <laughs> just endless wealth. It just keeps giving. Anyway. For real. But it's funny because you, you go back and you watch those old games. And in some respects, I felt like the game was a little smoother. It, I felt like what I was what I was watching when I was watching Bill, Bill Russell's, I almost said Bill Simmons, Bill Russell's 
Boston Celtics going up against Jerry West's Lakers, there was something so fluid about it. Granted, it definitely wasn't as skilled as it is today, but just watching like the jump shots, it's like, whoa, that it looks like the ball is just floating off their fingertips, right? right? And then when Bill Russell grabs the rebound and, and yams it through for a monster dunk, it's like, okay, that's something I'm used to. Obviously, he was like a shepherd bringing that type of the game to the NBA. But it, it was amazing to me, man. I don't know if you saw the same things that I was seeing, but you know, there was no three-point line. So everything was, was a two, right? Yet, you still saw people taking shots from where, uh, you know, give or take. From deep. Around where the three-point line would be. Yeah, yeah. It, no, totally. it, it was just interesting to me. It, it is totally interesting. And I think what you're actually seeing is um, it's not as organized as basketball is today where coaches are calling plays almost every single time. It's almost like these dudes just have played with each other for so long they know exactly what the other guy is going to do kind of like when you um go and play pickup basketball and you've played with these guys for <laughs> years you know their moves you know their strengths and it just looks fluid you know what i mean mm-hmm. and a lot of the times um these basketball players you know back when bill russell was playing in like the was it 50s 60s and like early 70s no no 60s late 60s um they that's not their job like we have people playing basketball today that is their full-time job they have other jobs outside of this you know what i mean <laughs> don't call them plumbers though no definitely not plumbers that's, i mean some of them might have been plumbers i mean maybe but that's still kind of i mean yeah. that's i find that so disrespectful to the the athletes of, of yesteryear it's true because those plumbers because, could hoop that's <laughs> dude those plumbers could ball <laughs> absolutely i the one thing that really popped out at me is that I don't think I really sat and watched a lot of Bill Russell, but this time I did. And what I was imagining, you know, from all the people talking, all the media heads talking about Bill Russell and trying to put him in the pantheon of like the greats and stuff like that, there's always someone that says, well, he's doing it against plumbers or he's doing it against slow guys. He's doing it against, you know, whatever, right? But when you watch Bill Russell play, like he is incredibly fast for someone Especially his for a height. Big guy. Yeah. Yeah. He moved so gracefully. It is ridiculous. And like for anyone young that's listening right now and ha- you haven't looked up Bill Russell, look him up, dude. He kind of looks like a Giannis Attentacumpo <laughs> running a fast break and I'm not even joking. It's it's not, not a joke. Wrong. You're not wrong. And that's I think that's kind of where like the the fluidity that I'm talking about is coming from because yeah. all of these guys were ridiculously athletic. You know, it wasn't just that they were big; they were athletic. They sprinted. They were hustling. Every guy on the court was hustling. Whereas yeah. you know, nowadays you get some guys that are maybe taking a play off here and there. Right. I, I don't want to call anybody out, but you know who they are. You've watched the NBA. Yeah. And it's just it's a different game. And I'm not saying. One era is better than the other. Granted, I really enjoy our era of basketball. But, you know, there's something to be said about those old games. Like, there, it was enjoyable to watch. Yeah. And for those of you who are listening who are trying to remember Bill Russell and what basketball was like back then, I mean, just use this as an opportunity to get on YouTube, watch these clips, 
really get acclimated to what the time was like back then and how ridiculous of an athlete Bill Russell was. And then once you're done with that, go look up his activism, man, because he was such a great person. He was. He was. And, you know, not only that, look up other players. Yeah. You know, fall True. down that rabbit hole because there's plenty out there. Agreed. To say that they're all they're all plumbers is not true. There are some guys that I guarantee could hoop if they were in the league today. Yeah. Would be hooping all over these dudes. One thing that like really stood out to me, and I'm sure other podcasts have been talking about this, was I I kind of did like a little digging into Bill Russell and his relationship with Boston. Mm-hmm. And how it wasn't the greatest relationship just because of how Boston is, especially with a black athlete. Right. Um, it's crazy how he stood above that. And mm-hmm. he still played for that team. And he wanted to be the difference maker. Like, he wanted to be that, like, that torch or that, that um, step and change, you know, for the city of Boston. And I, th- I felt like he did a lot. So yeah, I think so. I think so too. And you know, we got a guy that preaches this all the time. But you know, you talk about loyalty. There's there you go. There's no greater example. Yeah, one team. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. And <laughs> what's it? Eleven championships in thirteen years, bro. Right. Winning. That's the thing. That's winning. That's the thing. He played thirteen seasons and won eleven championships. Yeah, dude. And you know, that's why that's why his that's why his name is on the MVP trophy now, right? <laughs> right, and and you know it's you talk about the goat, right? Yeah. The goat, this, the goat, that, and the thing is, Bill Russell has to be involved in every goat conversation because that's yeah. how good he was, and that's how, I mean, that's his his accolades, man. Like they speak for themselves. Agreed. Absolutely. So, agree. You know, we, we couldn't start this show. We couldn't have this show without bringing up the fact that Bill Russell passed away at the age of 88. Um, rest in paradise. Uh, Agreed. That guy was, again, he was a giant on and off the court. And this world is a little a little lesser of a place without him. Agreed. That's for sure. But with that being said, Roe. Yes, sir. Have you been following the news of all these ex-Blazers getting contracts? A little bit, yeah, a little here a and there. A little bit. So, just a couple I want to point out. Um, we got we got Noah Vonley <coughs> making uh, the Celtics roster. It sounded like a must be like a training camp deal, I believe. Yeah. Uh, what do you think Noah Vonley brings to that team, and do you think he makes the the regular season roster? Uh, point blank, no. I don't think he makes the roster, but I will say that Noah Vonley, his his makeup is a lot of what you see in kind of like a three and a four nowadays, where they're big, they're not really like physical, but they can stretch the floor a little bit. They need to be active. So I could get why you would want to sign him onto like your training camp. But I feel like that Celtics roster is just so deep. I don't think he's going to be able to sneak in. What about you? Maybe on a two-way. I maybe. can see maybe making it on a two-way. Because they have, they still have those extra two-ways this season, I think. So I could see him sneaking in on, on one of those two-ways. Yeah, and, and he is a vet. so He, he is a vet. And the thing is, I think Vonley can play. And I, I actually 
I think I disagree with you a little bit in the fact that I think Vonley is very uh, physical. He's a big, wide body. He may not have the height that some of these guys do, but I think he can he could easily fill that that maybe role player uh, position pretty well for them, especially with getting the rebounds. And he, you're right, he can stretch the floor a little bit, but I, I think he does. I think he gets in there on one of those two ways. Now, did you see? Blazer legend C.J. Ellaby. Oh man, signed a training camp deal with the Timberwolves. <laughs> Sideshow Bob, Sideshow Bob got a deal. What's up? Hey man, yeah, I'm, man. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for Are him. You, I mean, what do you, what do you think is gonna come of that? Does does he make that roster? Does he make the regular season? Dude, I I really hope so. Cause I'm I'm cheering for that guy. He's just a good dude. Also, like basketball wise, I know he isn't super athletic, but he plays smart. Um, he just he just turned the ball over a little too much. I think yeah. he just played a little out of control. I, I've I've said it for a while. I think if if he can just calm down a little bit, if he just takes a breath every yeah. now and then, yeah, and maybe looks around the court, <laughs> I think he could do okay. I he's just gonna have to develop a really reliable shot. That's what he needs. He needs to be yeah. like a good spot up three point shooter, especially in the corner. Maybe have a nice elbow jumper here and there coming off of a screen because they got bigs, dude. They got they, do. they got Cat and they have Gobert. So they need people yeah. to shoot the ball. So if CJ Ellaby wants to make that team, that's what he's gonna have to do. Absolutely. And I gotta say, any any guy that gets high praise from Jamal Crawford, I mean he's worthy yeah. of a of a shot in my book. Agreed. Absolutely. Maybe that guy maybe that guy should be playing in the uh the crossover. The, the pro wasn't it a pro am the pro is that what that is <laughs> if he wants his ankles turned <laughs> if he wants to be put on a defensive highlight <laughs> i don't know so speaking of these guys that are getting contracts do you hear the latest from ns freedom who ns freedom <laughs> oh canter <laughs> dude ennis Recently, yeah. he spoke out on free agency. Apparently, he's unhappy that he hasn't received an offer. I'm, I'm with him. I am yeah. absolutely would you give, would you, with him. Would you give him a contract? Would you give him an offer? It, I mean, it depends on what my current roster looks like. No one has really complained about, like, Ennis being a bad teammate. You've seen... Right. He's a glue guy. That's what I'm saying. Also... Like, he's just pretty good insurance for a lot of teams. I mean, he gets out there. He gets boards. I'm kind of wondering if there's something we don't know about. I, I don't know. I mean, I it, know. Could be, it could be all the political mess that he's involved in. It's true. Um, you know, maybe some teams just don't want to get into that. But, you know, I got to say, I don't think it would be a bad idea for the Blazers to, re, to revisit that relationship. Because who do they have right now? Yeah. They've got they got Nurk. They've got Eubanks. And that's about it. Right? <laughs> I mean and they signed it. a guy to they signed a guy, I think is um what's his last name? Like Pavel or something like that. Uh they signed him for, to a training camp right. deal. But you know, I gotta be honest, I don't know anything about this guy. And you know, maybe maybe this is gonna come back to bite me in the rear, but I gotta say, man, I would much rather them pay Ennis Cantor sign him on a whatever contract you need to get him to get him on that maybe a two-way i don't know if you can sign a vet to a two-way but you know, i don't just i don't think so but 
I, I think you gotta sign him to the vet minimum, which something. I I don't know, man. Like I I would love to have him on the team. I just think a lot of teams right now are looking to get a little bit younger, a little and, more athletic. Yeah, and like the the teams that are at the top aren't looking for an Ennis Cantor or Ennis Freedom. Like that's right. just not the makeup in which center the center position is going. So mm-hmm. I feel bad for him because he's productive, and I think that he would have value being on a bench, kind of deep, like yeah. backup. Maybe even back well, up to the backup. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. that vet that you want to kind of teach the young bucks the the, the, the way around the league, right? I mean, yeah, the agreed. ins and outs. He's he's that guy that it reminds, reminds me of that, hot, uh, not Hot Shots, but the, what's that baseball movie with, uh, oh shoot, maybe it is Hot Shots. Baseball movie named Hot yeah, Shots. Man. No, it's, you know, know it's the, the wild thing. God, well, I'm totally blinking right now. Is it? It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's got Charlie Sheen in it. You know what I'm talking about? Is is it they not call called the wild thing? Wild, Major League? Major League. There it, it is. Kind of reminds me of Major League, where it's like you got that that wily vet kind of teaching the young bucks. I don't know. <laughs> it, maybe that's a stretch. <laughs> are, are you saying you want Ennis to have like entrance music? No, 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 no. Court. I'm talking about the catcher. I'm oh, the catcher. the catcher. Okay, okay, got you. But <laughs> like, I don't With see the why the bad knees. Why he can't go to like, who has like young centers? Maybe like OKC. Okay. Be a backup to Chet. Like, I don't know. I, I'm with the, him. The, I don't. Prob- I don't know why he hasn't received a single offer. He deserves yeah, one I guess- offer. I guess the problem with with going to OKC is Chet plays completely different than Ennis does. Yeah, and maybe he true. can impart a little a little bit of knowledge, maybe a few nuggets here and there. But I feel like Chet needs to figure out his own way. Like honestly, the best—it's <laughs> kind of ridiculous—but the best uh, tutor for Chet would be someone like KD or Giannis or yeah. Porzingis, you know, something like Porzingis. that. Porzingis, yeah. yeah, exactly. But I don't know, man. I think it's kind of weird that Ennis hasn't gotten a an offer. Like, not even one offer is crazy to me. Agreed. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, I do have a serious question to ask you. Shoot, brother. For the way-too-early pick for title town this season... (laughs) Blazers. It's the Blazers. You got to tell me, man. Who's taking it all this year? Who's it going to be? Well, first off, let's go. Are you going east or west? Let me think about this real quick. Okay, so (laughs) I'm going to go through it a little bit. Okay, the Warriors, there's still question marks there. Yeah. They lost a lot of their depth. They were relying a lot on their young ones. So I, I I can't say them confidently. Okay. Suns, I feel like they're going to break down. Yep. 
not believer in the wolves the west man the, i know the west is deep but it's it's hard for me to pick a team there confidently you know what i mean like sure new orleans could I mean, be fun i also yeah. think that like memphis memphis might build on on their yeah. success last season i th- mm-hmm. i felt like they were pretty good i i gotta go with the bucks i think really i think i'm gonna go with the milwaukee bucks and the reason being is because i think if chris middleton was healthy i think mm-hmm. they take down the boston celtics i don't think the boston celtics got a lot better or even just better than the bucks and i feel yeah. like the bucks could have stomped their way all the way through and repeated this year so i'm gonna what go do with you think about what do you think do you think philly's gonna give them a tough time next season oh i'll, I'll believe it when i see it man i'll believe it when i see it though the reason is because i i still think there's too many things there that's like a recipe Mm -hmm. for disaster dude well what about miami miami had a pretty deep run i don't know why i just don't believe in miami dude (laughs) me either you know what i mean i don't know yeah there's something there's there's something about about that team right i don't know what it is i mean it's i hate to like bash on the heat but I know they got a nice squad, but it's just like it's not nice enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm with it. I'm with it. I think I think Jimmy Buckets is really good. I yeah. Mean, let's just put that out there. Jimmy Buckets is really freaking good. But I don't think he's not Kawhi Leonard good, right? He's right. not. I don't think that he's the the type of All Star caliber player that is gonna lead. A team to a championship i just i don't see it you just reminded me if everyone stays healthy i think the clippers might take the west they might the thing and their is their team is super deep dude the thing about the clips though is they always find a way to bungle it up they find a way to be a clipper <laughs> 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 this i mean yeah it, it's, it's, it's true, true man it's it's tough. It's so here's here's my thought. I think that the West is incredibly strong this season. I think yeah. there's maybe two or three teams in the East that could really give the West trouble, no matter what team makes it to the finals. And I think that's gonna be Boston, it's gonna be Milwaukee. And crazy enough, as much as I hated on them last season, I think if the Nets put it together, the Nets oh, are gonna be scary. Man. <laughs> Do you really think they they could put it together though? I man, I mean, I I don't know. That's like yeah. my wild card, right? Yeah. I mean, Miami's gonna be in the mix. Like if we're playing NBA 2K, you're like, this squad's nice, <laughs> right? Yeah, this squad is nice. <laughs> yeah, man. But but you know, I I it's a long shot. But I think if they can put it together, if they can stay healthy, I think that they have a legitimate shot at giving anybody trouble. Yeah. Now. I like that you went with Milwaukee because Giannis is an animal, right? He is a, I mean, they call him the Greek freak for a reason. He is a freak of nature. And with Chris Middleton by his side, they are damn near unstoppable. Andrew. But the, but the, Andrew, but the West, but Drew is also aging. He didn't show it last year. (laughs) No, but. He's getting up there. Yeah, it's true. But I will say, I will say, there are so many good teams in the West, and if the Lakers even have any kind of luck staying healthy, 
and playing like a team trading for Kyrie. If they ship off if they ship <laughs> off Russell Westbrook, yeah, they man. could be the front runners hands down. And like you said, the Warriors look great still. Uh Memphis I think is going to take another step forward. I think Jaws an incredible talent. There are too many teams for me in, in the West for me to say confidently that the East is going to take it. So I honestly, man, I think it might end up being one of those like top three teams in the West. Like I'm going to go with like the Lakers, Ooh. the Warriors, Ooh. maybe even the Grizz. Yeah. I, I feel like the Grizz is really coming for the Warriors next year. Like all that I mean, off-season stuff, all the jawing back and forth. No pun intended. You see, you see, they have a quote from Draymond Green in their locker room. They do. What? Yeah, What's the it quote? said, "It." Uh, I'm gonna try not to paraphrase, but something along the lines of, "The Grizz are gonna." Oh man. Okay, now I'm gonna have to paraphrase. Basically, something like the Grizz are gonna get their reality check. And it's Dang. and under it's like on a chalkboard or something. It's like the Grizz are gonna get their reality check. Dash Draymond Green. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that they're is... gonna come out with a chip on their shoulder. Two things. <laughs> That's cold blooded. That you put that in the <laughs> locker room to motivate your team because that's really damn smart. Because <laughs> if we if there's one thing that we know, it's. Draymond Green is a villain to every <laughs> fan base out there other than the Warriors. Like, we all know this. Yeah. Second thing is to have a quote put on someone else's locker room. <laughs> like, Draymond Green must be so happy, dude. <laughs> like, so many stamps of approval had to go through this. Like, yeah, this guy said this and we got to we gotta put it up there. So that's, that's incredible. Right. On the Grizzly side, can you imagine walking through your locker room and seeing that day after day after day? Yeah. Draymond, Draymond better be careful. This is true. <laughs> this is true, man. I think we're going we're gonna to throw this in the uh, conspiracy corner here. Is Draymond Green may get injured in a <laughs> Memphis-Golden State game. <laughs> yep. Maybe. Last, Maybe. Year, the, last year, they had some crazy things happening for games i mean desmond was it desmond bain no it was uh dylan brooks dylan swinging brooks, yeah. at uh gary payton jr yeah, i think man. we had a shoving match between like jordan Poole and john moran or something like that no john it moran like of, held his knee yeah, yeah it was one of the most fun most exciting most i mean most amped up series that we saw last season yeah well i hope it, it was repeats. fun I, I hope it Dude, happens again. I want to see that again. I do. I don't want anybody to get hurt, but no. I would love to see that kind of passion again. Agreed, man. But let's talk about KD again. Okay. <laughs> let's do we it. We mentioned the Nets. We mentioned the Nets. Oh, Nets. We mentioned them possibly oh, putting it together. Yet, this offseason, there were rumblings about KD wanting a trade. That's so weak. And Shaq took to criticizing KD for leaving a good team for a better team because that's what KD does is it not yeah 
That's what he does. <laughs> That's what he do does. You give, it, it's, do you give props to, to Shaq for calling KD yes. out? absolutely because that's exactly what he does and Shaq has the profile where he could say something like that because right. he's seen it before hell you could even say that he's done it before yep and the thing is is that like with KD we'll just start with step one which was leaving OKC mm-hmm. that OKC team took the Warriors team that he eventually would go to they took him to seven games that was the first 3-1 lead that was blown. It was blown by OKC. <laughs> and you would think that like maybe next year they would have got him, right? They had something cooking, dude, with that team. That team was nice. Andre but Robertson, no, K- KD Ibaka. just really needed that ring. <laughs> I mean, he got it. He did. He got it. But it's kind of funny now where he's like, I want to control everything. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get it with the Nets. Oh, no. I don't think yeah. so. And I think he sees that. Yeah. I think he sees it, too. I mean, if last year was any indication of what's to come, the next, what, three years? Yeah. Are going to be kind of tough for KD. It's just one of those situations where it's like these players want to be GMs, and some players could do it. Like LeBron James has done it a few times and has actually won championships. I mean, he kind of messed up the Lakers a little bit, but yeah. Well, he messed up the Lakers, he messed up the Cavs, he messed up the Heat. <laughs> like, he messed up those franchises like two or three years after he left because he spent mm-hmm. so much money, you know? Right. But he still constructed a team that won championships. True. KD now, like, he hitches his wagon to Kyrie. Huge mistake. Big mistake. Then hitched it to Harden. Mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> Even before Harden, he hitched it to DeAndre Jordan. They yeah. gave him a nice contract when no one was really competing for him. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> KD, dude. I don't know. <laughs> like, leaves me speechless, dude. The Nets gave you everything. Everything. Right. And now think, you want to get up and leave. So Do you think, so obviously when KD is on the floor, he's the best player on the floor. Do you think that he maybe prefers not to be the guy? Like, maybe he prefers to be on a team where if he wants to take the night off, somebody else can handle the heavy lifting. Uh, I think I got to cook on this a little bit. I got to think about this a little bit. Why why don't you go first? What do you think? (laughs) Well, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm putting it out there. It's just something that popped into my head just now that maybe KD isn't built to be the guy 100% of the time like a Steph Curry or a Dame Lillard or a Giannis or you know you name them because they're all over the league I mean maybe KD's just not that guy I don't think he's the guy but I think he thinks he's the guy well here's the thing he is the guy I mean a leader a leader on well no he's not a leader but he is the best player on the floor right Night in and night out. He is the best player on the floor. Yet, I don't think that he want, really wants to be. I think he wants to be really good, right? He wants to play great basketball, which he does. But I just don't think he wants the pressure. I think mentally, he's not that guy. Maybe he realizes that now. But I think going into the Nets, I think he thought he was going to be that guy. Well, he was that guy on OKC. 
I mean, when you really think about it, he was. I don't know, man, because there were a lot of conversations that were like, is this Russ's team or is this KD's team? Like, who, I mean, that's who the should thing, be though, taking Russ the last, was, last shot? Russ was, you know? is really good, but, I mean, come on, man. KD was the best player Agreed. on that team. I, I think a lot of people would agree with you, but I think a lot of, like, the, the speculation with KD versus Russ is that Russ had the alpha mentality. And yeah. KD was more of uh, kind of the backseat like, driver. Yeah, kind of quiet, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like he wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I don't know. It, it's hard. That, it's hard to say. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Maybe KD needs to be motivated. I don't know. I mean, obviously this is all speculation, right. but maybe KD just needs to have that guy in the locker room that's going to motivate him. You know. Maybe maybe uh, somebody who, you know, if you will, can play a second fiddle where if KD, again, wants to take a night off or doesn't want to produce as much as he does, yeah, this other guy can take over. That's why he should have came to Portland. If you, if you <laughs> <laughs> this is true. If, um, if you were KD, would you still be shopping for a team or would you try to finish well, here's this the season thing. out with the Nets? Here's the thing. I would get as far far away from the nets as i could i would get as far away from kyrie irving as i could would that would that force me to go to someone like you know as good as like the warriors again maybe maybe not i mean you think about it he's already got he's already got titles right yeah he's got he's got the hardware yeah does he need to go to a contender no. Does he want to? I'm sure he does. I mean, who yeah. wouldn't want to play winning basketball, I mean, right? his, his list was all top teams. Right. But what would help his legacy more? Right? Because right now, there's already 100 asterisks behind it, right? True. So why not go to a place that, you know, and I mentioned Portland, but let's just use it as a hypothetical. Why not go to a place like Portland where they're always, they're always overachieving, They've got a superstar on the roster. Maybe they don't have the deepest roster, but the, it's it's decent. Why not go there and just finish out your career? And then that way, if you win a title, it means that much more, right? And if you don't, at least you can say, hey, you know what? I hopped around here and there throughout the first however many years of my career, but at the end, I stuck it out with this squad that believed in me, that needed my, my abilities, and you know what? We didn't get it done, but at least I put it all out there. I agree with you, and I see where you're coming from, but the Nets are demanding a lot for Kevin Durant. True. And, True. Like, I, like, even if, let's say, it was Portland, like, Dame would have to be part of that deal. Like, you know what I mean? Well, he, I mean, he wouldn't be. He, you wouldn't want him to be, right? <laughs> well, he wouldn't be. I mean, he's not going anywhere. Right. You're not going to trade Dame for KD. I'm just saying... a. They would need a superstar in return. That's what they want, especially after sure. seeing what um, Utah Jazz got for Rudy Gobert. Right. It was like five picks, like three unprotected. Just something a, ridiculous. A fourth was like a, a pick swap, and the, mm -hmm. I don't know. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. And KD, it needs to like the deal needs to be more than that. Like right. that's like the the baseline there. You know, that's the starting right. point. So, for me, it's like, I think KD should just hang out in Brooklyn. Trade Kyrie. Okay, you still don't have a bad squad. 
like I like I like Joe Harris. I like, I like Ben Simmons. Said. Theoretically. I like what you said about trading Kyrie because that would change the whole conversation. Yeah. Right. I think. Yeah. See, I think that's the issue with with Brooklyn right now is that Kyrie is. I don't want to call him a cancer, but I mean, let's call a spade a spade. He is not good for that team. He's not good for any team that he goes to. He's not. Yeah. And like KD is starting to have that reputation too. But I feel like you should at least start with trading Kyrie in hopes to appeasing Kevin Durant. And I still think the the Nets have a good core in which they could support Kevin Durant and do Mm -hmm. some things. So I think that's what, if I were the Nets GM, that's what I would be trying to convince him to do. And I heard that like they're having like a meeting with Kevin Durant soon. But I feel like that conversation (laughs) is going to go like this. It's going to go like this. KD's going to say, hey, it was supposed to be me and Kyrie forever. You didn't extend him. I'm pissed off. Now I want to leave. And the GM's (laughs) like, did you see how many games this guy played? (laughs) How am I supposed to give him a multi-million dollar, multi-year deal when he plays like 12 games? (laughs) Right. And and that's where they're at. And he's got a point. And he's got a point. And I think it would be in KD's best interest if they did trade Kyrie. You know, yeah. you've got Ben Simmons that if he plays next season can fill that role, no problem. God. Then you you trade Kyrie for some shooters that could spread the floor, maybe another big, and you're set. Yeah. You're good to go. I hope I hope Ben Simmons. Like I'm It's kind of funny, you know, his whole situation. Yeah. It's it's just an endless amount of conversation that comes from it. But what I'm really cheering for is a good basketball story where this guy comes back come back on top confident and is an all-star again cuz that would be awesome for his sake i hope he plays next season agreed i think yeah. i think if he doesn't play next season it may be one of those circumstances yeah. where maybe the league starts to give up on him and that's yeah. not that's not cool that'd be dope if his first shot was a 3 <laughs> and clanks it and nails the backboard dude <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't nail it he nails the backboard, dude. Just hell hard. I'm for it. I think I think we need to talk about the over under on that. On the I know, next right? Show. But that's for the next show. But Ro, I want to say thank you for joining me on the show. Yes, sir. Uh, it's it's been my pleasure. It's always great having you on. Uh, big shout out to you, the Basketball Podcast Network. DraftKings and especially you, our listeners, Twitter followers, and Bucket Busters. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter at Busted Bucket with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. And not to mention, since we're talking about Twitter, we have a contest going on right now. Our network is giving away a free jersey to a fan of one of the, the network's podcasts that gets the most retweets. Now, go to our page at Busted Bucket. Check out the pinned tweet, which is the contest information. Follow the instructions. Get yourself a jersey. Let's win. We haven't lost yet. Say that again. Don't say that again for okay. the people. We have not lost yet. Rip City, baby. That's because we got the best fans, dude. The 100%. best. Get out there. Retweet. I do not want to lose. <laughs> I do not want to lose. Do it. Do it right now. Yeah, do it. Don't run from the grind. all right y'all but don't forget to rate follow and subscribe and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying be good to each other rip city we'll catch you next time
on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.